0: Hey, everybody, uh, this is Dave Hondell. I just want to tell you about this great company that I ran into here uh, recently, Uh, one of the most uh, honest companies I've ever dealt with in my life uh, of 54 years. So you got to give these guys a call if you have any issue with fire damage, water damage, mold remediation issues, or storm damage, Uh, and you're in the tri-state area of New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, uh, hell, anywhere, just give these guys a call. Uh, you know, even when there was a problem down in Florida, they, they packed up and came down here and, and helped with the Fort Myers, uh, hurricane down here. So these guys are just amazing. Austin and Mark and, and their crew, uh, at restore, right? Uh, got to give them a call. If you have any issues with any of those things I mentioned, because these guys, I swear I've, I've never dealt with a more honest uh, company in my life. Uh, these guys are great. So if you have any issues, they'll get back to you right away. They're 24 seven company. Uh, call them at 917-460-6426 or go to their website, restoreright.com, which is R-E-S-T-O-R-E-R-I-T-E.com. Uh, uh, again, from water damage restoration to fire damage cleanups and repairs, they will put your home back together after a disaster. So give them a call. Put their number on speed dial. Take it from me. They are the ones to call. The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. with your host, Dave Ondo. Hi everybody, welcome to the Stage Door Show tonight. This is Dave Hondell. I have the pleasure and the honor tonight to uh, welcome my guest, Ann Nesby. Um, Miss Ann and I uh, worked together on several music videos uh, and I couldn't be happier to have her in person. She's on tour with Tina, the Tina Turner Musical here in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, just have the pleasure of uh, seeing her in person. So Ann, I, I can't believe we're actually in the same room right now, so <laughs> welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here for more than one reason. Yeah. And I am absolutely honored to be here on your show and to share the memories that we share. Um, doing in the music industry it's it's been such a blessing um my sister and I were just sharing how my nephew who was in one of the videos
0: yeah turnnan correct
1: it was Trinan and also her her baby boy Tarek, right um the one at the end of the video that's right she said he still gets emotional when he sees that when video see the video and sure it is it is so touching to know that that video is still a classic around the world.
0: Uh, Tim Lee is your husband and manager and my good friend as well. And I was telling Tim earlier that uh, the videos, uh, you know, combined, uh, the videos that we did uh, have just under a million views <laughs> oh, wow. at this point. So, and they're, they're still Amazing. growing. So, people are still watching the videos. Yes. But for my new listeners out there, a lot of our listeners are independent artists, you know, yes. people that are up and coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just to give them a little background of, of how you came up in the business, you know, growing up yes. and in uh, music and, you know, and how you became interested in singing and, and making it a career. So, let's go back a little bit talk about when you uh were growing up
1: absolutely um i started singing in church uh as most uh artists um that have ended up with a career uh start up in church choir um mm-hmm. i came from a family background mother and father both were singers um they even rehearsed in our home my father had a singing group my mother had a singing group and um it always had some type of instrument in the house, and um, my sisters and I, we always sang together at church, and from church, I went on to be a part of the James Cleveland Gospel Music Workshop of America, and from there, I worked with Donald Lawrence, who was uh, very prominent in the gospel community, Right. and um, I did my first uh, theater job with Donald Lawrence, Sing Hallelujah off-Broadway. Uh, It was a gospel cabaret at the Village Gate, which was a theater um, in New York, in the village. Um, Did that show and uh, from there came back to visit my sister in Minneapolis, who was a part of Sounds of Blackness. She had been there for about 10 years and I went to visit her and I knew the director because of their longtime friendship. Um, they were doing some theater there, and they asked me to be a part of that um with Sounds of Blackness, and the rest was history. As the ball began to roll, I met Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Um, Janet Jackson was working with them at the time, and she heard the group and said that it was something that the industry was missing. Correct. Uh, the sound of, of sounds of blackness. Uh, singing all the uh, the idioms of African American music, right. and um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis began their label that year, and I led on six songs on that project, Africa to America, mm-hmm. um, with Sounds of Blackness, A an and M Records, Perspective, and uh, from there things just kept rolling and. Uh, I, I was just uh, out of out of myself, uh, uh, out of body experience at that right. point, <laughs> because things just started rolling and rolling. And our first tour was with Luther Vandross, and it was such a wonderful, wonderful experience.
0: Um, well, you also um, performed uh, with Sounds of Blackness in front of the president. You, you did, absolutely. and then the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, I think Jay it was. Leno- the yeah, Jay oh, Leno. Yeah, Jay yeah. Arsenio Hall. Right.
1: Um. Uh. The more. Uh, Good Morning America. Brian Gumbo. Yeah. Um. We. I mean. There were so many things that we got an opportunity to do. We traveled the world with the Sounds of Blackness as a representation to sing the national anthem for the first uh, soccer. Um, the first soccer that the United States participated oh, really? in. Okay. Uh, sounds of Blackness was one of the representatives that mm-hmm. went to sing the national anthem. And also the hit we had, uh, Sounds of Blackness Singing, Optimistic. We had an uh, opportunity to do that. out and also watch soccer and to get familiar with that game because right. it wasn't so familiar with us here in the states as yeah. it was over in brazil i think Germany. everywhere else in the, con- in the world right <laughs> except yes, for here uh- <laughs> absolutely and it was such a wonderful time Yeah. Uh, traveling the world and i talked to my sister all the time as i said she was the lead singer before uh, and she stayed in and then my my daughter came in um who's now leading the group doing the songs Jamisia jamesia yeah that i used to lead with sounds of oh blackness, really and we call it next generation Just staying in the family <laughs> yeah <laughs> next generation sounds of blackness gary Fantastic. hines who is the director yeah always said that that uh our children will be the next generation and it is happening it is as it's happening we speak. it's exactly so i mean being able to travel the world um yeah. Uh, Japan, Switzerland—I mean, you name it—and yeah. Sounds of Blackness, and I think we created a whole new space of feel-good music. Yeah. So uh, that's where I continue to stay in that lane, even with my solo career. Yeah. Uh, that I was blessed to have coming off of Sounds sure. of Blackness. Yes. Well,
0: that's when we started working together as well, and and, and so a lot of the videos. Uh, That we were doing, you know, were done. I mean, even 12 years ago, you know, I I just can't believe the evolution (laughs) of music even since then. Yes. You know, but talk about what, what do you, what are your thoughts on the evolution of music? Because back when you started singing with Sounds of Blackness, even, you know, during the the Grammy years and the multi platinum years, you know, that was before social media really kind of started getting going. Absolutely. And so now with social media, it's really changed the game. And not only that, but also like the streaming services that are available. not only yourself but um millions of other people that are musicians and Mm -hmm. you know when you started you didn't have that ability it was it was recording studios it was you know home recording wasn't even a thing we're a scrolling nation you know we scroll through TikTok and whatever what are your thoughts on that
1: i i think that we are um in a whole i say 360 as it uh, relates to the music because um as you said when we started out we we were on uh recording on tape and uh had to go back and recut this and recut that and you had to go into the studio long hours long hours um um early mornings and now you can just do all those things from home yeah and it's very different because you it, it almost cut out um the uh, recording industry. Right. Um as far as it, it it relates to companies different companies because you become an entity all in yourself when you can record yourself and own everything yourself yeah. because you can record yourself and put out your own um your own music and yeah. um, sell your own music right from TikTok. And yeah. It is it's uh oversaturated um But it is also an an open media for people that weren't able to afford to go in and get a record deal. Um, People that weren't getting record deals uh, in the past, they create a space for themselves. And I I think it's kind of it it kind of weighs itself uh, in a balance, Mm -hmm. whereas it makes it sort of a level level. Playing field, right, and um, people being able to get a hold to your music mm-hmm. uh, across the world, yeah, um, and you're sitting in your living room. It makes it a great thing for the artist.
0: But what about okay? So, so on the I guess on the flip side of that, if you're an artist like a lot of our listeners yes. are, uh, you have that ability to do that, but at the same time, you don't have people around you. Your circle, maybe, because um, you're doing everything basically on yourself, on yes. your own. But you don't have the people that are saying, you know, telling you about the business of music, because because yes. music is is what it is. It's a business, and, and I think a lot of people kind of get caught, um, you know, thinking, okay, I put on music, but at the same time, they don't know how to manage that. I guess career. Absolutely. So talk about that a little bit, because I think you have to be your own business person as well. Absolutely,
1: right? as we were in conversation um went to dinner the other night and um one of the um longtime uh business friends of ours um uh from the radio station, um uh, we were talking about the industry just as we're talking right now, about how the flip side of being able to do those things yourself, but once they make all this money and make all these uh, music decisions, they don't have the business of music right. and um they get there they get there and then they realize they don't know what to do or what to do next um, uh, because they don't understand contracts you, you don't understand um networking with other people to get things done when you make it um you become this um multi-platinum selling artist, and you don't even have a team to pull you together and, and you don't have bookkeeping and you don't have anybody to help you know that you've got to pay your taxes in order to keep all that money that you've made. You have to have someone to direct you to the next level of, uh, having management and having someone to lead you through, uh, all the rest of the business of music. Uh, I've been very, very blessed and fortunate um, that Tim, my husband, um, who is also my manager, Mm -hmm. has been there. um, Having paid for my very first uh, um, recording and studio time, he's been there to manage my career. And I have to say that because of his leadership, uh, and us working together, we've been able to navigate and keep our relationships as we move through the industry. And the flip side, as we were just saying, uh young people that are just flipping through on their computer, they don't have that someone to handle your business while you're making music so that you can continue to be right. creative. Be the
2: artist.
0: You're
1: only yeah. great as your last hit.
2: Right. So,
1: you need someone to be working on what you're doing and preparing the way for your next
0: great move. Um, Tim, uh, I'm going to bring Tim in right now. Just, you know, we were just talking about the business uh, end of, um, you know, being a performer. Um, But, you know, I guess uh, from your aspect of being a manager, you know, how important is it to keep your trust circle small? I
2: guess. You know, I always say that um, you never know who you're going to be meeting. Right. And so it's, it doesn't hurt to be kind to everyone that you meet. Right. It doesn't take anything from you if you, if, if you're, um, meeting somebody, um, for the first time because you don't know who, you know, like the Bible says, you, you may be entertaining the angel unaware. Right. So, um, relationships in this business because the business is so small, right? Because um, you meet people every day that you don't. You, you they may be working with other people that you know in the business because it's such a small community, right? So you don't want to. You know how they say, "Don't burn bridges," right? You don't want to burn any bridges, right? Correct. You know you want to, and 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 this just from um, a character standpoint. It's always good just to treat people yeah. with respect and, and uh, you know, you, right. you end because up being right. blessed. 100%. Exactly. You
0: know, and, and, and one of the things that we try to teach our listeners is not only that, be a good person, but at the same time, you know, be careful who you have around you. Because because, uh, you know, there's there's copyright issues, there's all kinds of different issues you have as an artist and as a manager agent that when you're trying to represent somebody, you got to be careful who you bring into the to the team.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and it's so, so many times uh, with the young, young artists, they get involved with the with the wrong person. And like you said, copyright issues, um, issues with doing shows, all those kind of things, yeah. contractual issues. Right. Um, if you don't have someone representing you, you you could go down a road that you could never come out of that spiral, right? right. You know, and it could be you know bad for your whole career. Yeah. So you w- definitely want to. Um, and, and what I what I suggest too for young artists is to, if they have a manager, learn the business or or have a manager that's open enough to be able to share. With you, what they're learning. Right. You know, because it's always it's a learning process as you go. Always learning. right? Always learning. Even to the day. And, you know, I've been in the business over 30 years, so I'm still learning stuff every day. Right. But you want your artists to be knowledgeable as well yeah you know so. they, they
0: have to learn the business in order to be successful I, the way i look at it you might have a hit now you might be able to get your stuff out there but when, when, like you said Ms. am saying when's it you know you're only as good as your next hit right Correct. especially here here in the united states i see that to be um to be the case and you know and i wanted to ask you this this question here about pre- pre- performing so many years you know, overseas. You know, I know that we talk about this in some of my shows as well. But some of the artists that I've had that have performed overseas, yes. you know, whether the UK or or Brazil or wherever, um, they find that the music that, or the 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 people they are interested in music, they're not interested in what how old you are, what you look like now, or Absolutely. whatever. They 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 enjoy you as a performer, and they always will. Where here it seems to be kind of, you know, like you said, you know, kind of a, what's your last hit? Right. But there they'll go deep into your, your albums and, and they'll, they'll like this, you know, maybe your 10th you know, cut on an album, Absolutely. right? As Absolutely. much as they will the first talk about and, that. And,
1: and not only, not only do they go deep into your career, if they like you, they, they, they know your history. They know where you come from. And when they're interviewing you as you're doing, they ask you questions. Uh they want to know about your star like you do. Right, right. And they 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 know every song. They can list your music. And it doesn't matter about your age. If they love your music, they are fans and they are solid fans. Yeah. And every time you come, you can count on seeing those same people right there. Yep. So so you have to uh like Tim said, make sure you maintain your uh um your connections, your network, network when you're, uh, overseas and maintain your friends and do right. Because is right. Yeah. Treat people the way you would want to be treated right. and do your best. Give your best self to, um, the fans and to the people that you meet people that you interview with, because you don't know who they're connected to. Right. And, um, in our case, um, over the years, Uh, my career has grown because of networking and friends referring us to other people because they know that when we come, we're going to give our 100 no matter who's there and that uh, it's our joy to share the gift that God has given. And, and, um, as with sounds of blackness, it all started that, uh, I would say, we do this music from our heart and i know that whatever is from the heart reaches the heart yeah so that totally changes the game because everyone wants to be to be treated with truth right so when you sing music from the heart people are touched and they get something from it and they're fulfilled mm. uh, listening listening to music and listen to the stories of music and right. things that uh I've gone through I I write about it and I also try to include the uh, conclusions of what I've gone through and talk right. about how I came out yeah, in that situation side, yeah. so it's a story of life when you do your music and you, you, you're, you're teaching and sharing with others So you, don't, you never neglect to do that Because you don't know what other people are going through right. And a lot of people Some people just listen to the music But then there are people that listen just to lyric
0: Right And we get, get to the point of, of the lyrics Right.
1: Absolutely I'm a speechless baby And I don't know what to say But I was
3: very wrong For how I treated you that way Should have known better, baby Than to stay out all night long And not even have the decency To call you on the telephone Baby, Baby, I
0: You know, and and uh, speaking of um, speaking of lyrics and so forth, I know somebody that that's had some amazing. Music and lyrics over the years is Tina Turner, yes. And you're on the the tour right now, the the Broadway National Tour of Tina Tina Turner the musical, yes. and uh, you know I I know that we we we're gonna have a cut in of of the uh, <laughs> of the uh, little <laughs> Ava Johnson that uh, that's in the show with you that plays oh, yes. young Tina Turner, um. But uh, you know I we're gonna bring her in a little bit, but I want to talk to you about the tour. I know right now you're in Fort Lauderdale, you're kind of midway through the tour right now. Yes. And first of all, how is that experience touring the nation, getting to see Uh, you know, all these people in different towns. And, you know, do you you get a different reaction in in different places or how does that?
1: We have been getting different reactions, but overall, the life of Tina Turner, they get the show uh, because we tell the story on stage. I'm playing uh, Grand Georgianne, who is Tina Turner's grandmother. And she was very, very instrumental in instilling a lot of the music in Tina and uh, the morals and uh, pushing her to go forward in her music career and yeah. to to be bold and uh, to understand her culture. Um, as she was a Cherokee woman uh, that was banned from her uh, tribe uh, as she married a black man, mm-hmm. which happened to be Tina Turner's grandfather, and so she was she stayed with uh, the mother and and Tina's mother and her husband. Until they left Tina and the grandmother continued to raise, to raise Tina her. until wow. she was about 16. Oh, wow. So uh little Anna Mae had so much of her grandmother in her and their relationship was so strong until her grandmother could no longer care for her. Mm-hmm. And then she went back to be with her mother. So that story is set up mm-hmm. throughout the show. And yeah. then you get the little young Anna Mae and. Got her as a teenager finally mm-hmm. hooking up with Ike Turner. Yeah. As we know the story to go. Sure. And then the rest, the, the audience totally understands it from there.
0: So, so so the so the story is told from the beginning, absolutely. which a lot of people, unless you've seen maybe a recent documentary, yes. you wouldn't even know. Wouldn't know. Right. So it's important to tell that story.
1: Absolutely. And so many people leave with that conversation. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that her grandmother raised her. I didn't know that she had these children. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but she was she's quite a woman and the idea that today she employs so many people, yeah. having been a child that was totally neglected yeah. by father and mother. Yeah. And now here we are on Broadway. And employing people to tell her life story. Yeah, right. And still a living legend. Right. It, I'm sure it has to be an awesome feeling for her. She was able to come uh, on when they did it on Broadway. Yeah. And absolutely loved the presentation. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing um, a 30-city tour tour. Um, and I mean the young ladies that do Tina Turner are absolutely wonderful. Um Naomi, Naomi Rogers, uh Zurin Villanuego, um Ike Turner is done by Garrett. Um, um I can't think of Garrett's last name, but he's an awesome, awesome Ike. Sure. And they tell the story and la- and um young Anna Mae. Uh, she is so powerful. Um, you'll get to hear her in a moment, yeah, yeah. but uh she does the part of her singing, even starting out in church, as I was saying, yeah. we were talking about the beginning of my career. Um it, it is awesome to watch the I get as they go on, the 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 dance troupe. I Garrett Turner playing Garrett Ike Turner. Turner. Okay. So it is awesome. Yeah, and people yeah. want to know if he's related. Related, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this this show is powerful and it is a worthy watch because we have young students that have uh graduated from Howard University, yeah. um, performing arts students, um, professional uh young people that have come off Broadway to do uh the show, the dance, the arts, the theater yeah um a couple of the opera singers wow. um i think uh Zurin, one of the tinas is actually um an opera singer uh really? and her major was opera oh, wow so this show has so many uh turns and um the um the writer uh, she she's a pulitzer prize winner uh, yeah. and she uh sat down with tina and wrote the story that we do the show from. So
0: make sure that it's actually accurate Absolutely. and yeah, yeah, historical, and so forth. Yes. I have with me Ava Johnson. Uh, she plays a young Tina Turner. Um, Ava, May, and the uh, tour Tina uh, Tina Turner musical. How are you doing, Ava? Good. How are you? I'm really good, and thank you for joining me today. So talk about the tour. I mean, talk about right now. You're in Fort Lauderdale, but um, yes. how has the tour been for you so far?
4: Um, tour's been really good. I love. Meeting new people, being around new people, um, the most important thing is that I'm doing what I love, um, and also singing. singing, and listening to her music at the same time.
0: So, so was it fun to learn about Tina and her music?
4: It was really fun because at first I didn't know about her until my mom was like, because I think, I think I've heard one of her songs before I even knew who she was, and I think that was the only time I think I've ever heard one of her songs. And it was Proud Mary.
0: Proud Mary, one of the Proud one Mary. of the best. And that was
4: the first song I think I've ever heard, but I don't. I I couldn't comprehend that that's who I was gonna be, mm-hmm. like representing as a young little girl. So I didn't know who she was, and then my mom was playing some of her music in the car, and I was in Oregon. I was in Ashland, Oregon, and I was singing songs my mom was playing them she was like what's what i've got to do listening to it in the car and stuff so i would it would like teach me a little bit more about her um my mom did also explain to me like a few things that happened in, through her lifetime right um it seems rough but um my mom introduced me to her and started like showing me and teaching me more about her.
0: So so as you're going through the tour and you learn more about Tina and her story, uh you know how Every day. and right, but how how is that uh do you feel like that um more of responsibility to make sure that the story is told uh to to the people out there that don't don't maybe know Tina's story?
4: Yes, I feel like I feel like our specific show shows a lot and it it also kind of teaches a few lessons that people can take and bring to their houses right. as a, things that they can deal with in their personal homes. And right. the things that they're going through, they can use examples of what she's gone through and learn how to handle it or learn something to do and something not to do.
0: From How old are you, Ava? Nine years old. You're nine years old. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you could have fooled me. <laughs> That's crazy. That's that's great, Ava. And, and you couldn't have said it better, uh, you know. And also, just uh, performing uh, in front of these massive crowds. I mean, how how is that for you to get up in front of these? Cro- I mean, how do you feel walking on stage and singing these songs?
4: I, well, when I walk on stage, it's just muscle memory. So I don't really think about what I'm about to do. Right. I I understand that I'm about to go do something. And perform on the stage in front of people and then I'm going to bless a lot of people in that audience but also it's muscle memory so I'm not going to be like I have to focus on a specific part and then focus on this specific part because I'm I'm doing this and now I have to go and do that and I have to really think about it it's because I've been doing it for so long so when the audience is clapping for me and everything I get really excited because it, it's it's like I wasn't even completely focused on what I was doing and the audience was moved by right what I just did.
0: So pretty amazing feeling, right? Uh you know so I know your tour goes through September and you know so how often do you go on stage do you do, you, do, you do every performance or do you split it with, with other with other people?
4: I don't split the role. i okay. have under mm-hmm. She's gone on a, a few times. Wow. But I'm I'm she's probably done like 3 shows. Mm-hmm. I've done 100, 100 wow. 160? I don't know. That's amazing. Something close to that, I
0: think. Well, Ava, you you have a, an incredible future ahead of you. Thank I you. I I can already tell you that. Uh, you know, and thank you for taking the time to join us on iHeartRadio today. Thank you thank so much. You. All right, Ava. Good luck with the rest of your tour. Thank you. What kind of advice can you give uh our young listeners? I guess what's the one main thing from all your years in the entertainment industry that you can give to our young listeners uh that are just going you know what do you tell that young girl that that's uh that's looking to do this as a career
1: the very first thing i tell um anyone um especially young people because you have a a good chance to be able to put god first and to allow him to guide you because he is creator when you create something you are kind of drawn to making sure that it's successful. Yeah. So, uh I say that first. I say work hard at your craft. Anything worth having is worth working hard for. And don't um take it for granted. Don't take your gift for granted. Use it fully even if if there's only two people, do it to the best of your ability. If there are 2,000 people, give them the best of your ability. And to get good representation, make sure you get a manager and an attorney. Uh, Don't just go out, don't sign anything without uh, those people there with you. Get a good understanding of what you're getting into and make sure it's a worthy thing that you're doing because you want your career to go forward and you want to have positivity in your career as you move forward.
0: Absolutely, no. That's great advice. Uh, you know, and I ask this of everybody, uh, Miss Ann, and, and I I'm going to ask you as well. You've left quite a legacy already of your career and and uh, over the years. But what what's the one thing you want to leave behind uh, when it's all said and done to your fans, people in the music industry, just people in general? What do you, what do you want people to to remember you by?
1: I definitely want people to remember that. We are instruments of God's grace. He gave us this gift. He blesses us to do this. We are blessed to be a blessing. And I, my, the most important thing for me is that each one teach one. Each wow. one reach one. And all those that have a desire to be here with a gift, we have to always reach back. And pull up another. I wrote a song with my brother who's deceased now, Big Jim Wright. Uh, I'm your friend. And that is a song that is very inclusive of how I feel about helping people uh, join hands with another as you would your own brother. And be friends. So you need a friend in this industry. So always be a friend.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, wow, that's, that's awesome. very powerful. Uh, thank you for that. Um, you know, I, just before we leave, I, I just wanted to uh, you know tell you what a what a pleasure it has been. Thank you. First of all, not only to work with you and and, and Tim uh, over the years, but uh, just to see you know you do your thing. You know, I, thank I just I, I still listen to. Uh, my favorite—I told you this a long time ago—but my favorite song is still "See You, uh, See You Cry." I love that song. That's, uh, that's- <laughs> I listen to that all the time. Still, it's on my playlist, so I, I listen to that and, and uh, all the other ones that we obviously did videos for. Yes. But every one of your songs, and uh, you know, you have a, a fan in my my wife, uh, Gigi, as yes. well. And uh, so I just—you know—I can't thank you and Tim enough for what you've done for me in my career over the years. Thank you
1: um, for you, what you've done for us as well. <laughs> no, it's and a pleasure. It, it's 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 been a great great journey. Even watching uh, your children grow up. Oh yeah, being with us and <laughs> being in the videos as well. Sure, sure, so that's right. <laughs> it, it's been a blessing to see them grow and have their own careers and to 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 be. Just, just positive, and yeah. to do something great yeah. in the world and in the music, and uh, it is just wonderful. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much again, <laughs> and I can't thank you enough for joining me today. Thank you. And I uh, can't wait to see the you know the rest of what happens on your tour because I, I mean you have a lot lot of dates left. And yes. so where where are you off to next?
1: We're on our way to Tampa. Oh, okay. And we're gonna we we'll stay in Florida from Florida from tampa we'll go to new orleans
0: oh one of my favorite cities <laughs> everybody's
1: looking forward yeah. to new orleans and the food and the fun yeah and then we're on to cold minneapolis oh my hometown
0: <laughs> back to my hometown yes absolutely
1: yes absolutely so that's where all the magic happened for me yep, so that's right we'll be there and i i, I told the gang um uh, the crew uh, that we're on tour with, I said, okay, you're going to be in, in, at my my partial hometown. Yeah. I said, we're going to show you where the magic happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, good good luck on the rest of the tour. I know it's a grind, but uh, you know, you just uh, people just I know I, I've gotten some great reviews from your performances and <laughs> from my you. friends when you went through uh, Orlando. Yes. A lot of my friends went to see the show. So again, just you know, anybody out there listening. Uh, it's through September, I believe, uh, the, the tour. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, get your tickets. I know that they go quick, so make sure you get your tickets to see the show if they come into your town. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed. And uh, again, you know, thank you, Miss Ann, for thank joining you. us. Thank you to the lis- listeners of the Stage Door Show on iHeartRadio. We appreciate you every single time. So uh, have a great night and uh, thank you again.
3: Thank you. I see the lights of the city From on top of this hill, can't hear the ruckus anymore. From here it sure looks pretty, but that's not how it feels on the street. taken anymore the only reason I stayed so long before yeah it's cause I don't wanna see you cry oh I